2: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the Zone. I want to remind you to join Mountain Land Supply coming up tomorrow from 11 to 2 for Customer Appreciation Day at Megaplex Theaters and Vineyard. Free Mo barbecue, squig cookies, swag, and prizes. Bring a can of food for the Utah Food Bank. That's June 17th tomorrow at Megaplex Theaters and Vineyard. See mountainlandsupply.com for details. And I've been a part of that event in the past. It's fun, Gordon. They have uh, great food and usually pull out all the stops, and I know they're doing it a little bit differently this year to be uh, cognizant of social distancing and that sort of thing. So pretty cool that, uh, that they're still doing it over at the Megaplex coming up tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. And, of course, Mountain Land Supply, the uh, the sponsor of the Joe Ingalls Show with DJ and PK every Thursday morning. So big thanks to them for that. And we're going to talk to Bowler coming up here momentarily. Uh, he's hopefully going to be joining us for the entire 5 o'clock hour. And we've mentioned this a bunch of times, Gordon, but it has been fun. I don't know, maybe fun's not the right word. It's been informative to kind of uh, hear Joe every week on DJ and PK and get kind of go through a little bit live vicariously through him as he's gone through this experience from that crazy night in Oklahoma City all the way through now preparing possibly to go back and play.
0: Yeah, and uh he's been he's been really informative, interesting to listen to and he always has been. He, he's a natural for that.
2: All right, so Bowler should uh, join us uh, coming up here shortly. We're getting all sorts of information that's trickling in from Shams and uh, others, uh, Gordon, on some of the, the logistics of what this Austin, uh, or excuse Austin. I'm going to Austin's Twitter account. That's why Austin Horton, at Austin Horton. But uh, of what this kind of bubble is going to look like, including right down to some of the amenities uh, that players are going to get, Gordon. And it's 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 pretty extensive. In fact, let's uh, let's bring Bowler on now. First and foremost, Bowler, how are you? How are things? Bowler, you got us now?
1: Yeah, I got you, Jake.
2: Sweet. How are you, brother? pal, how you been? Hey, we're we're doing all right. We're hanging in there. I was just mentioning that we're uh, we're getting some details about what's going to happen in Orlando. I want to run these by you and Gordon. We'll get your reaction real quick here, Bowler. Uh, are here's they just some coming over right now? Uh, yeah. These. Uh, let's see. This was uh, just uh, a few minutes ago, actually. So this is okay, coming cool. in from uh, this is from Shams. Here's the amenities the players are going to get. All right. Players-only players lounge, including NBA 2K, TVs, gaming, pool tables, barbers, manicurists, pedicurists, 24-hour VIP concierge, daily entertainment, meaning movie screenings, DJ sets, video games, ping pong, pool, lawn games, and players can also attend other games. So they're going to be there for a while, but those amenities don't seem too bad on huh, Bowler.
1: No, I, I think uh, that's
0: pretty doable there. I wonder. Uh, so, uh, Bowler, do you understand, do, Jake? Do you guys think that all the players will be able to mingle together, sounds regardless like of what team you play on, and uh, because everyone will be tested uh, equally?
1: I think that uh, it sounds like that. That's the plan, um, especially if they're going to be tested every other day. I think that was the understanding. What a couple of days ago, and. Um, you know, that's a lot of amenities, you know, to try to pass the time what would could be three uh, four, five, six, up to what, seventy days in quarantine? I mean, it's uh it's gonna be a long haul if you win a championship, there's no doubt. Yeah, no doubt about that. Let's talk a little bit
2: about kind of the lead up bowler as uh, what's happened since we talked to you last. Um, the players or some of the players had a conference call on Friday and we saw the story evolve a little bit over the weekend. But what are your thoughts on maybe some players thinking about some objections, whether it's, you know, Kyrie Irving, who's talking about making a political statement and, uh, and possibly not playing to interrupt the momentum of black lives matter right down to Donovan Mitchell, who was rightly, in my opinion, concerned about injury in a, unique circumstance in a contract year but talk about what you're hearing from the players
1: well really i think like most of us very little except for what you read on twitter and sometimes uh some players are more vocal than others uh you saw rudy today um you know the photo that he posted uh with boxing gloves and what i counted was an eight pack um You know, that was impressive, which means, obviously, Gobert has been working out, getting uh, back into shape. Um, But, you know, Donovan's comment was interesting, but also at the same time, when he was part of the, of that uh, conference call with Kyrie and about 80 others, you saw and read that he kind of just said, you know, put it aside from what I got from it, please. uh, You know, I'm just trying to listen in and and do, uh, you know, and take care of myself and had made no decisions but you know this is a this is all new territory jake and gordo i mean it's it's something that i can't comprehend to try to go away for 70 days um, you know the lounge and the daily movies and all that sounds great you'll pass some time and the pool and you know intermingling with other you know other um not you know, not only your teammates but other you know fellow nba ball players yeah i, I think you you can't make it so that you just walk into a room and you're done for the day. You still have to live life, and I think that's what the league is trying to do and take, uh, from what it sounds like, take some of the questions that Kyrie and others had and try to give them the best um, maybe home life away from home they can. That's the best way I can put it.
0: Yeah, and it sounds to me like the league is is doing everything that's possible to, to accommodate this uh, everyone's got different concerns, Bowler. Everyone's got different situations. Everyone's got different financial concerns, people, health concerns, whatever. Uh, but but what's the NBA supposed to do? I mean, they're, they're doing everything possible to make this as safe as possible, and to make the uh, the arrangements, the accommodations. Uh, doable for these players who are used to typically fairly nice digs. And like you said, they're going to be there a while. Some of them are going to be there into October. So that is a a long time to be in a bubble. But I don't know what other alternatives the NBA can use. Gordon, uh, it's real simple. Two teams
1: will go for the full duration. And so, you know, you've got to put that in perspective. And, again, I think I mentioned the longest I've been out and about working is the two Olympics that I covered. And that was a long time, 32 days in Lillehammer, Norway and 31 in Atlanta, Georgia. And, you know, that third week feels like a month as each day ticks away. I can't imagine as you reach into the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth week, you know, what it's going to be like and how mentally, draining it could be not only physically but still the mental part of it i still think is going to be the biggest challenge for each individual there and as a team that's why i still believe that when it's all said and done you may want to put an asterisk by this year just because of the COVID 19 virus but i still think the 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 winner comes out of this should stand tall and proud uh, despite uh, everything that's going on because of what they had to overcome i think not Look, I know they're going to have pool tables and all that stuff, but still the isolation and the fact you have to play as a team and stay together as a team. That's an important word for me, together, stay together. Uh, who's going to do that the best? Uh, and ultimately we'll come out with the Larry O'Brien trophy. Bowler
2: is with us here on 97.5 and 12 of The Zone. Gordon kind of asked me this earlier today. You know, what do you uh, – well, let me put it this way. I think it's going to feel weird at the beginning, you know, kind of something we haven't seen. But my guess is once the playoffs get here, it's going to feel like that same old competitive NBA playoff feel where everybody really wants to win.
1: I hope so. You know, I hope those that don't want to participate – what I read today – uh, Jake, it's uh, a week from tomorrow. They have to alert their teams uh, by the 24th. Yes, right. So they won't participate. So if you make the commitment, uh, what I hope is you make the commitment and you're all in, not halfway or three quarters. I think you have to be all in, not only in the camp where you're going to be working with your teammates again to reestablish what we, you know, we always call basketball shape. And then as you hit those eight games, Uh, that could determine whether or not you launch yourself up or downward in the playoff seedings, which to me is really intriguing uh, for like the nuggets and the jazz and even the thunder, but also, you know, Damian Lillard, who spoke out about, you know, he'd be there with his teammates, but he wouldn't play. If there wasn't something to play for, well, he's got something to play for. You know, I think there's going to be teams that are going to be more, more motivated than others. I think that's just going to be the way it is. And, you may see, again, some upsets early, and that would not surprise me one bit uh, because, again, who's in it and truly in it, and you hope that everybody will be, but you, you just never know until you get into the situation and go into the bubble, as they like to call it. And um, Again, I think you'll see some hiccups along the way. You may see uh, players come down with COVID, tested positive, they may bring him out, they'll have to bring him out of the bubble, and then what will the league do? There's going to be a lot of stories uh, coming out of Orlando for several weeks on how this works out.
0: Do you guys think that the players, if there are players who want to opt out of the whole thing, how do you think they'll be received by fans? I thought about that, Gordon, today.
1: Uh, Fans aren't forgiving, but then forgive does that does that make sense i think at first there's sometimes outrage because again of the salaries i hear this all the time uh well-paid athletes yes but at the same time we forget the human side of it so we got to put that into the equation and then i think fans are very eager to forgive uh when it all comes down to it but you know this is a different time we've never crossed this path before so you know jake really i don't know i don't know how people will respond um you know again adam silver is trying to make it the most comfortable situation possible but there's always i think something that you're gonna miss right and if the product's good i think we got to talk about that if the product's good and the guys are out busting tail, which I believe they will, is because they're all competitors, or they wouldn't be at this level. Then, you know, I think you sit back and you watch, you know, good basketball. But the other part of the equation for me, uh, you know, as, a, as we broadcast these games, how are they going to be received with no energy, built-in energy, I should say, fans, uh, music, game ops, Uh, floor. All of this is neutral sight. by the way. Are you going to do cardboard cutouts to make it look like there's, you know, somebody in the stands? Do you pipe in, you know, crowd noise? I don't know what they're going to do, but I I think the biggest thing is how do the players respond uh, with no energy of the home court? And it's, that's to me is going to be the most, uh, again, one of the most intriguing parts of this too.
0: You know, I, I was reading to Jake earlier what Lamar Jackson said about the prospects of playing NFL games in front of a, a, an empty stadium, essentially, and his quote was, it would feel like practice, but a very serious practice. I would be disappointed because I want to see the faces, see people pumped up. The crowd brings energy. That's exactly what you were just talking about, especially in a playoff circumstance it's going to have to be generated from the teams, from the players themselves, Bowler. Yeah, it will. Talk to Thurl about this, too, uh, in the
1: broadcast sense. Fans, I, I, you know, when we get in there, not in Orlando, but we're going to broadcast, again, most likely remotely, you know, my challenge will be doing the same thing, is not to let the game and that scene – bring us down we we've got to bring our energy as well as broadcasters to and hopefully just the moments that we see and the and the plays that will be made will will elevate us to that level as well and we communicate that with the fans back home but i'm not gonna lie look i've been at this a long time and i've been in stadiums of a hundred thousand at the big house and gordo you know out at the rose bowl you know what that place can be like but i've also called conference usa games on an off week uh, filling in a couple of times. And man, there may be 12 to 1500 fans in the stands. And you wonder, why are we playing this game? But you still have to bring the energy as a broadcaster. And it, it reflects exactly what you said about the players. It, it is, they have to have their own respect for what they do. And the respect is to go out and be a professional and go play ball. I think the juices start to flow automatically, right? Uh, you know, the Thunder and the jazz night game one, seeing Jokic and the Nuggets that should get anybody, you know, fired up, but they're also playing for something. Uh, and that's seating, which I'm glad to see that also a chance to win a trophy. And I've mentioned before NCAA tournament brings the same kind of feel at times when you don't know what's going to happen and how the teams are going to respond. Every team should walk into there thinking they've got a real shot this year because it's so odd they have a shot if they stay together play together uh, they could they could they could win a championship Uh, and we'll see what happens but hopefully it'll be exciting I think it should be and will be
2: you know Bowler you just brought a thought to my head I mean that's got to be your real challenge as a broadcaster right because uh, i mean think in in normal circumstances when we get caught up in the crowd and get excited i mean that's not hard for you or and matt or you and Thurl or whoever's doing the game when there's a big dunk and the crowd is going nuts or the crowd is booing and you can feel yourself getting into it now you've got to do that from you know presumably a a remote location where you have to kind of generate some of that yourself but not sound artificial i I would imagine that's going to be challenging
1: you know, usually Jake, what happens in that moment you lay out because that's the beauty of sport. People wants to hear people want to hear the crowd. Uh, you know, then the cutaways of uh, you know, you beat your chest or you, you know, you you blow kisses to the crowd like Joe, you know, and those are the beautiful moments that bring the energy even to a higher level. So you're spot on. For me, it's like I hope I, I don't I, I can't overdo it because I usually lay out so I don't want to over-talk this either. So it's going to be for me a, a, one of the great challenges but also I'll, I'm going to learn a lot after game 1, I guarantee. <laughs> I want the first game so cuz so I can understand how it's all going to play out, how it works. But I'm going to be learning along with the fans listening. I guarantee along the way. I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, it is what it is and
0: we're going to do the best job we can, I guarantee. Guys, it's got to be generated by the actual action on the floor. That, that when, when someone makes a great play bowler, I think you'll be able to generate, uh, I mean, that will stir your uh, your call. Uh, a great play is a great play, right? right? And and you've done this long enough to know, uh, recognize it when you see it, so that you don't have to turn turn what is an ordinary play into a great play because that's just as bad as faking it from the crowd, right? So exactly, it's, yeah, that's it's, a great it's, point. It's, I wonder what to level... hire you two to come by
1: um, and just <laughs> <Okay>. kind of. <laughs> We're on it, Buller. You know, I mean, I, hey, I mean, that's what's wrong with that? That's We pipe in our own uh, cheers and boos and oohs and ahs. But, no, you're right, Gordon. I think, you know, the natural excitement will always be there because you get so in tune, you know, during that two-and-a-half-hour you know, broadcast window. You're t- totally focused in what you're doing. And I, I think the biggest thing is for me to try to block out the fact that this is different. Uh, there is no home floor or home court advantage, and really there's no one there except a few coaches and a couple of trainers uh, right in the pine uh, in Orlando. And hopefully those games will have those moments still and we'll be able to bring that excitement like we always do uh, cool. to the fan.
0: Which begs the question then about what will the level of play be? Uh, that That's a curious uh, question is. Uh, that's hanging out there right now. You guys, do you guys feel like I do?
1: I mean, there's a lot of unknowns and even though, you know, some of these things, Jake, you just mentioned about trying to make the, the players as comfortable as possible. I have no clue. Seriously. Uh, I know there's a lot of character guys uh, in professional athletics. And then I just don't know how many can carry their team along. Cause I think it's an individual thing, right? But as a team, you play as one and you hope that everybody's that engaged. Um, but if, like I said before, if you don't, if I'm a player and I can't get into it and I can't dedicate myself and be part of that team, then if I'm a teammate, I would almost tell you, I don't want you. Go ahead and, 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 and set this out. Now, what if LeBron said that won't happen? But what if Antetokounmpo I doubt the high-level players even consider it, uh, but then again, the the paychecks as Kyrie and some other people have spoke about. You know, there's other players in this, as we know in this league, they're much better off financially than the mid-range and the lower-level player who signs one-year deals or plays at 12 spot on the bench. These games are important not only for the paycheck but for the future of what those, what a a future contract may look like for them. So I think there's different levels of importance too, and how this again blends uh, will be quite interesting. Gordo and Jake really will. All
2: right, Bowler is hanging out with us for the entire 5 o'clock hour. Happy about that. So we'll get to more coming up next. We want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. We'll talk more NBA basketball with Bowler coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. number of people uh, requesting poker face on a total request Tuesday here on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Craig Jack hanging out with us throughout the entire 5 o'clock hour. And guys, we talked a little bit in the last segment about, you know, some of the voices talking about concerns with the Orlando bubble. Well, we have some bre- breaking news coming from Stephen Bondi of the New York Daily News. Uh, Bowler, Stefan, excuse me. Uh, Bowler, getting your reaction to this. In a recent chat group with Nets players, Kyrie Irving lobbied for skipping the bubble, uh, the New York Daily News has learned in that chat, he also proposed that the players can start their own league, according to a source. Oh. So, Bowler, this is oh. this is getting whoa, out there whoa. a little bit.
1: Wow. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Chris Paul is the president of the players union and Kyrie does he wear the vice president title one of those yes mm-hmm. one of those um look I think there's a lot of change underway in this country uh that one really surprises me uh that he would propose that explain to me Jake the all the players or the players who refused to play could start their own league
2: you know Buller, wasn't this this particular report wasn't clear exactly on that fact other than he just proposed that the players can start their own league
1: that's a what pretty i mean not, that's a pretty extreme what, thing oh big i mean that's outlandish in thought and i know that he wants and many of the players and again i'm trying to listen jake through the last couple of weeks and learn and i that's i think Again, what most of us have been trying to do uh, with Black Lives Matter. But he, if I'm not mistaken, he does not want to take away from the gains of what has occurred in the last week or two, if I'm not mistaken. And if they play basketball, he felt as though that that could take away from the attention that's been given. So, look, I can understand that but can you also find a way to help continue to bring attention by playing and other players have made that comment so look again unchartered territory here i'm not sure what Kyrie would be upset about what adam silver is trying to do but at the same time you know again players african-american players have a different definition of what their job is compared to what we as white um, workers in this league and also fans of the league maybe define it. And that's territory that I'm still trying to understand as we continue on.
0: Starting a new league would be really complicated. I've heard those kinds of things brought up before when there have been labor negotiations going on. But that is a tall, tall order when you're talking about securing rights to buildings and uh, all the administrative stuff that goes into that the, the managerial stuff is is uh complicated i'll say it that way so i don't know I, I i think this thing will get solved uh but uh that that's that's revolutionary although we have heard that come up before
1: well, Jake too, remember who's tried it before? The XFL right. uh, has has made a couple of runs of, you know, trying to outdo what the National Football League has done. And remember that took years to build when you brought in, you know, and had the merger back in the sixties and then had your first Super Bowl back in what, sixty six. So um the one driving force that any investor will tell you, do you have backing from television networks and what kind of, of uh, contract money is guaranteed? That's the real talk. That's, that's what makes it go or die. And, you know, ask again, Vince McMahon, you know, world wrestling federation or, wwf wwe i can't remember what what it all started it's been multiple different but you know they all wanted to try to you know to do another league and it's really hard to do man Mm -hmm. i mean ask a lot of people who try to venture into it i'm not sure how you can compete with the nfl i'm not sure how you compete with the current nba um popularity and it is very popular by the way among fans
2: you, you know bowler and, and either one of you tell me if you think I'm out of line on this in fact in fact please do but stuff like this like radical ideas like we'll start our own league it just it' it doesn't it's not productive to me because it's not realistic. So why don't we focus on like the the two voices we've heard today that have been a little bit in the agitator camp right One from Kyrie Irving which I guess we're just getting a source on a story so I shouldn't get ahead of my skis but starting another league And then you see Avery Bradley who comes out and makes comments to Woj where he says okay t-shirts are in commercials and those sorts of signs of support are nice but we're looking for the next step from the league how else are you going to invest in this cause and help us players take a stand you know they're both kind of coming out the same problem but one one line of conversation seems a lot more productive to me
1: let me ask you both is there enough time to do both. And what I mean is to give Avery Bradley or Kyrie a true answer and the confidence that the league would do what they would ask to help to continue Black Lives Matter and and make it, i um, trying to put this in the right words, still make it a part of what Orlando stands for, and that is, you know, playing ball and trying to gain uh, a title, a championship trophy. Or is, if you didn't play, is that a statement big enough by itself? Hmm. I mean, I've heard that some have thought that that would be the better way to go is not to even play, not only for the protection of, away from COVID-19, but the message that Kyrie and some believe needs to continue to be put forth daily and right on the front page, how do you do that? I don't know. And that's Adam Silver, I guess, his charge. But if you don't play, does that do, guys, do you feel like that does more harm or does it do good?
0: I think it, uh, we and look. I honor all these guys' opinions. I think that they are thinking for themselves, or in some cases, they might be consulting people they trust or whatever. And and each opinion should be heard out. I think uh, I'm not putting anybody down. I, th- I think they have ideas about how this can be put forth. But as I examine it from my seat, guys, I I I see good that can come from them picking up and playing again. I see them getting the message out there. And I'm not just talking about wearing T-shirts or kneeling for the anthem or whatever, but speaking out wherever they can or however they can. I think maybe a commercial run with some of the players could, could address the issue. Um, yeah, that, that's that, that's effective messaging. And then if they want to come, come together to find some sort of more complex kind of uh, uh, tethered effort to donate money and take it out of some of the basketball generated income and split it out and put that toward that if you want to but that can't all that can't be addressed within the next few weeks it'd be a yeoman's job by adam silver what if fans
1: became part of this movement as well jake i mean here i am just i'm throwing out ideas okay because i I'm just thinking, I've been doing a lot of reading over the last couple of weeks, and I'm just trying to, you know, you saw the protesting and the backing of this movement. Can the fan themselves, is that something that players would embrace if there was involvement? Is it a donation? Is it uh, the more education? Is it, you know, I'm mean, going keep going on and on about ideas, but is it something that needs to be funded and fueled in that regard by NBA fans.
2: Well, I I think there's a I don't know. Gordon had an idea earlier in the show, Gordon, and don't let me misrepresent, but you know, Ed Davis had talked about donating a portion of uh, of the proceeds to, you know, causes. I mean, you know, if everybody could get on board and lockstep, you create a fund with the players association, create a fund fans can contribute. I mean, I I guess I'm with yeah. you both. I think you can I think you can contribute and and let voices be heard, but I I'll get back to this. NBA basketball is important to a lot of people. Let's not lose sight of that. Not only fans for enjoyment, but people people for employment, right down to players who, in Ned Davis's words, can make generational money. That's great. Think of the lives that are changing with that. I hope we don't lose fact of the sight that the NBA overall is a really positive thing in a lot of lives.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I I think Adam Silver has done a great job since uh, David Stern and Stern's passing, and he's trying to continue to, I think, be progressive. Uh, You see what the NFL is trying to do. I think they're trying to recover from a very bad two or three years and trying to right some wrongs. But man, it's i Gordon, you know, you, you made a point, how much time do you need to see some of these wishes, you know, made, you know, come true and be implemented. Uh, or does this maybe take away the season? I don't know.
0: Well, if it does take away the season, bowler, then now you're talking about the players losing 1.2 billion dollars, and then you then you create an environment where the collective bargaining agreement can be canceled, and yes. then where does where does he where do you start next season? Uh, I mean, how, where, what effect does that have uh, well, on the, the ability yeah. on the ability to get anything done productively? Yeah.
1: Well, it may be become more more dangerous, as you said, I mean, could you if, if the CBA goes away the current one and you re renegotiate, does that equal lockout and does that mean we miss more time uh, for fans and the NBA to be on the floor pretty pretty precarious times. Honestly, the decisions that are going to be made, you know, over the next uh, several days and what direction the league goes. Look. You share revenue, you're right. And I think one thing players have said uh, that they're concerned about is there's three levels here, as we know, the, the the very minimal high level, maybe the five or seven or maybe even a 10% uh, that are set for generations uh, with financial security. The mid-level guys who are have done quite well. Then, of course, as I mentioned before, it's the guys that live on a one year, two year. And look, granted they're, they're paid. Yes. I don't want the fans to misconstrue that it's a very profitable league. If you make it uh, in, in this, in the NBA, but also not generational money, not retirement, so to speak money um, in some regards, it just depends on the contract you sign and where you were drafted. Right. Stay with me on this because some are higher than others. Yes. And those paydays come later, much like what Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are are looking at. But some players argue, look, I want to play in this league a long time, so I need the platform to do it and also need my paycheck right now. And I want to make sure that I can convince not only my team or someone else, as a lot of coaches and the late great Jerry Sloan would say, you're playing for 29 other teams. And so if you're not on the floor, it's hard to earn the right to play. And I think that's another issue that when you have the three levels of pay scales basically that that lower level of pay those guys want to work and they want to go out and, and play. Others can maybe afford not to. And so that's a situation they're going to have to I think the players association is going to have to deal with within their own group, their own group of players.
0: Do you, right. do you do you think we should uh when we come back, do you think we should uh, drop uh, a hand grenade on Bowler about whether Rudy Gobert is worth the supermax or not, speaking of money? Oh boy, you guys. A How figurative hand grenade. Let's just do an insta poll on that, Gordo. Come on. <laughs> we'll get
2: Gordon or we'll get Bowler's thoughts on that and, and possibly an insta poll. I like it. Coming up next. Uh, let's
1: do twelve callers. You know, I let the <laughs> let the fans speak. I want to hear what they think.
2: All right. uh, We'll get to that coming up next. Stay tuned. (laughs) Joining us now, let's get out to the zone phone from the cabins at Bear River Lodge. He's our friend, Roger. He's been hanging out with us all day. And we're getting the word out, Roger, about the uh, unbelievable experience you can get at the cabins at Bear River Lodge. And keep that experience rolling and have your very own uh, cabin out in the woods without all the headaches.
3: That's right, Jake we're trying to convince people to come up and check out what we have going on at the Cabins at Bear River Lodge people can if they don't make MBA money now we know we don't most of us don't make that money so we can buy a share in the cabin for a fraction of what it costs to
2: own a cabin and then we get to
3: use it and we get all the benefits and none of the hassles with our shared cabin ownership program
2: I love this stat Roger hit us with how many miles of trail that you'll have access to up there
3: with side by sides, ATVs and dirt bikes, we have 400 miles of trails right from our cabin doors. Oh. And if you're snowmobiling, we have tens and tens and tens of thousands of acres of world-class snowmobiling.
2: Incredible. Not to mention access to fishing and just pretty much the beauty that the UN have had to op- offer. Absolutely incredible.
3: Yeah, you know, I drove up uh, on my drive yesterday. I saw moose, antelope and deer. The only thing I didn't see is elk, which we have plenty of up there, and I've actually seen a bear. So, wow. recently we saw a bear, but uh, lots of wildlife. The is are so beautiful, and we're only two hours from Salt Lake. People can learn all about our shared cabin ownership program by going to our website at bearriverlodge.com, buying a $99 gift certificate. It allows them to come up, stay for a night, go on an ATV ride, swim in the pool, fish in the ponds. Sit in the hot tubs and talk with me about our shared ownership program.
2: All right, get a taste of the good life. Check it out. The cabins at Bear River Lodge. Again, that website, BearRiverLodge.com, and take advantage of that great offer, BearRiverLodge.com. Get out of town and have a little fun this summer and get that cabin experience in the woods without all the headaches. And Roger, we can't thank you enough for hanging out with us today on the show. And by the way, driving around, checking out Moose and Bear, you really are, you're living the tough life, aren't you, Roger?
3: Yeah, it is tough. You guys need to get up here and we'll spend some time together.
2: (laughs) All right, brother, we appreciate you. That's our friend Roger from the cabins at Bear River Lodge. Check him out, bearriverlodge.com. More with Bowlers straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Who's out for game three? Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Craig Bowler, Jack hanging out with you on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, Gordon, let's get right down to it. How did you describe in the last segment you're going to drop a grenade of some sort on Bowler?
0: Yeah, I want to ask him. Yesterday we talked about this at length, Jake, and we were trying to figure out whether we were talking about finances with the Jazz and uh, uh, that Rudy Gobert is interested in, in in getting the best contract he can uh, uh, during the offseason. And I just wonder whether. He if he asks for a supermax contract bowler, whether he's worth it.
1: Hey Austin, have you got like a grenade sound effect that you can throw (laughs) there just just to try to help me feel a little better? I mean, or maybe even feel worse. I don't know. Uh. Looking, looking. Looking, looking. Um (laughs) you know, this this question (laughs) is going to be asked and discussed in length. And how you doing, Austin, on that? <laughs> uh, Bowler's dancing this? around. <laughs> there you go. That's good. That yeah. works. That's just as good. It's a firestorm. You know, I'm sure you guys talked yesterday about how I feel, and that is, again, with the, the situation at hand and the impact financially that hit the, the, the Miller family during this COVID-19. They're they're in the entertainment business, as we know. Jazz basketball's been sidelined. Beast baseball, and movies, uh, which is what the jazz and the LHM group is all about. I'm not sure. Again, I can't speak for the Millers and never will. But I'm not sure. You know, in the sense of financial, uh, how deep they want to go. And you're looking at 450 million dollars, gentlemen, and a commitment uh, to two players. And it's intriguing because both have just, for me, totally different styles of, of talent. I mean, we know Rudy 7-1 and can dominate a game defensively. Uh, you know, again, offensively, he's the putback king, the, 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 the slam king of the NBA. And Donovan Mitchell is so intriguing because, again, he has leadership ability, not saying Rudy doesn't, but also the jump ability, as I like to say, uh, I think he's matured a ton in his short time in the league. And I think Quinn Snyder actually said uh, just last week on first take that he feels like Donovan can handle the pressure of being the next level star uh, in this league. And that's a big that's a big statement by any head coach uh, that he would you know shine and lead in Orlando in a paraphrased kind of, kind of comment. So, you know, what direction guys, what did you, I didn't hear the show yesterday, but I think this is really kind of dictates on the direction that jazz want to go in a league that we know is about the three point shot and rim play. So can, and also is how's the relationship truly with Donovan and Rudy Gobert. So I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to answer this as honestly as I can. Without knowing a lot of insight here, by the way, um, both have unique talents and both have a home here. But what do the Jazz want to do? And I'm not privy to that information uh, from management. And that, to me, will be the ultimate decision maker. Can they keep both? I think they do, but do they have? Will Will Rudy? uh and take less than the supermax to help out during these times of COVID nineteen. I don't know. Uh and Donovan's got a great career ahead of him, hopefully here. So it's it's a quandary. I'm glad I don't have to make the final decision upon it, guys. And you know, I, I don't know how what you guys came out of it with your discussions, but if the two do coexist, then it's a great thing. And, you know, but again, what direction do the Jazz want to go? Do they want to be more open floor, run, shoot the three? Do they want to continue to be a defensive present and have Gobert anchor that defense? Oh, man, a lot of questions because money will play a factor in that decision, in my opinion.
0: Oh, big time. It's so difficult for the Jazz to acquire great talent via free agency. And when you've got those two guys here – uh you wanna keep you wanna keep what you can, right? I mean that 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 I don't know the problem is is there enough left over to fill in the gap so that the jazz can actually contend for that title of which they've spoken of so frequently. But I that, think that, Jake, I think it's thirty five percent if they do sign them for the max
1: correct and the super max. Right. I believe it's thirty five percent, am I right, of, yep. of what uh is 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 available. And won't, but again, with the situation at hand and the revenue stream that has stopped, we don't really know what next year's uh, salary cap will be. Yeah, we really
2: don't. And in, in, in a weird way, if they don't smooth it, it might be uh, it might be beneficial for him to not sign the extension, and then when the cap in theory in two years, goes back to somewhat normal, maybe do it then. I mean, there's a lot of factors at play here, but Gordon and I don't want to speak for you. One of our big themes yesterday was there's there's a deadline. I mean, there's a, there's a timeline that the Jazz have to make this decision, and the stop and play wasn't helpful because they needed to gather as much data before they made that decision as possible.
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. It didn't help. I
1: don't know but. what fans – I mean, there's a love affair, I mean, from my chair – There is a love affair unlike any other since John and Carl with both those players, you know, booze D will, they could have probably built themselves quite a following had they stayed. They were a dynamic pick and roll combo, but they both chose to move on in different ways and one because of the situation with the late Jerry Sloan and D will, I get it, but the, the the fan base in this city and around the country, man, everywhere I go, I mean it's Rudy Donovan, Rudy Donovan, Donovan Rudy, uh, it's it's a pretty popular combination, and like I said before, one seven one, the other is six one, and plays like he's six five, and it'll be interesting to see what the outcome will be. I don't think the fans most likely to be happy, very happy with both remaining. I'm not sure. If one goes and one stays, how that's going to settle. But um, I guess, again, we'll find out together.
0: Well, we don't have to solve all the, the problems today, do we?
2: Uh, well, we, think we, we can. can try in the next uh, 20 <laughs> seconds. Buller, go. That
0: sounds like a guy who doesn't do yard work a lot. We have to do this today. (laughs) Let's do more tomorrow.
1: You know what, Bordeaux, though, you bring up an interesting point. The time, the clock is ticking as it is right now. And a lot of decisions have to be made sooner than later. Wouldn't you agree? Not only with those two players, but the rest of the league and where we go in Orlando and how to appease players that are rightly uh, concerned about. Uh, black lives matter and where do they take the protest and continue to deliver the message that is a huge undertaking and one that adam silver is going to have to come up with some answers to no
0: doubt
2: here, here. all right we'll have more big show coming up for you straight ahead stay tuned 97.5 and 1280 the zone Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, of course, it is Tuesday, and that means Bowler has been hanging out with us. And, Bowler, we can't thank you enough for coming in and spending a little time. I like it when you get a chance to uh, do a few segments with us. It's nice. Look,
1: well, Jake, you did me all the favors. And, Gordon, I mean, an hour, give me a break. That's like uh, that's a free session for me. Therapy. You
0: know? well, that's I the that's, studio. Cool. But, that's you all, know, that's, well, that's it. why we were laughing all the... I, I, we were lobbing all the tough questions at you, Bowler. Uh, yeah, thanks.
2: Appreciate In all seriousness, uh, Bowler, when this thing gets started and we've got the TV thing going and the radio thing going, and I'm not sure where they're going to have you guys broadcast, but we should try and we should try and mix you into the radio broadcast a little bit. Maybe we'll record a pregame or a postgame segment or something if we're going to be close.
1: Hey, whatever you want to do. That'd be fun. I think we will be close. Yeah, so, I think so. Look, I'm, I think all bets are off, you know. I tore up my contract, so we'll do whatever you need to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll How was just take advantage of that. Huh? Well, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. At, I tore it up. At, at
2: very yeah. least, I think we should lobby for you know some sort of uh, conditions of our own bowl or if we're going to be here, you know, while they're playing in Orlando. I don't know, uh, bringing in J dogs or something. We got to get to work on that. Use that hey, you leverage that, of yours. You know
1: what? We got some people to talk to, and I totally believe that there's no press. There's no press room. Jay dogs uh I mean we can do all sorts of good stuff and maybe just we're going to be playing most likely what do you think every other night so yeah. I think we could probably extend that barb that uh, that that menu out a little bit Jay let's do I that we can extend it out a little little bit and I like it cuz we'll have
2: different time frames bowler so maybe you know like yeah. sandwiches one day barbecue the next I, I think we're through the looking glass here we got it if it's
1: 10 a, if it's 10am we'll bring in
2: breakfast <laughs> yeah let's do it man <laughs>
0: Let's Look do it. you guys. we are going to do it up right.
2: We're already figuring this out. Get Scotty G on the horn. Let's make this happen.
0: We'll make it happen. Uh, well, Thanks Buller. for sitting in,
1: Bowler. Can't thank you enough, my friend. Hey, guys, anytime. And I uh, hope I see you sooner than later and we get back uh, to doing what we love to do. But I think the key word, patience. It's, it's still going to take some time and some people have to work some things out. And I, I get it.
0: I get it.
2: You're here, Bowler. Well, we appreciate you. And Gordo, I'll talk to you tomorrow, my friend.
0: All right, let's hurry up and get some patience. Huh?
2: Well, oh, thank you. A little Guns and Roses dropped there. Uh, we all need a little patience. All right, boys, we'll talk to you. More, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show 97.5 and 1280.